This is Redefining the Counterculture on Witten Radio. Make sure to check out our website at wittenradio.com. Today we're joined by actress Kate Winder. Kate, how are you? Good, thanks. You're welcome, you're welcome. Thank you so much for joining us on today's show. I'm uh, really excited about your um, your newest film. Um, I know it's kind of a departure from the work that you have normally done because most of us know you for, from uh, the work that you've done um, on television. Um, you know, you're a, a very well-known um, actress in terms of um, just the work that you've done with uh, on ABC and you know so so many so many different networks. Um, this newest film, Dead Love, is really, 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 really amazing. And um, a lot of people, I myself, know you from the work that you did on, have done on The Young and the Restless. Um, what was it like for you filming this movie? Um, did you enjoy it? What was the, the process like? No, it was it was fabulous. It, it was interesting because it's a, as you said, it's a, you know, it's a, definitely a departure from from my role of Esther on The Young and the Restless that I've done for over 36 years. And I Actually, I'm in another film as well called The Charnel House that is written by Manny Eichler as well. And so I first met him with that, and um, and then he wrote this role in Dead Love for me. And and so it it's it was it was just it was just terrific. It was we shot in Colorado and um one interesting thing is that we were at the um one of the locations was at the Hamel House, which is a museum and this was owned by sort of the mining king in the eighteen hundreds. And his great grandson is Mark Hamel. So the actor. So I thought that was wow. really interesting. Yeah. But I, I really enjoyed doing this and um it was great because everyone involved from the crew to the cast everyone was all you know for the common goal of just making the best film that we could and uh and and it, it was it was just terrific absolutely that is um you know they always say it's, it's a small world um that's a pretty pretty cool that you um uh, that's a pretty cool story that you had there i um I'm interested in, you know, how did you prepare for the the role in this film um, when you were, when you found out that you were cast in it? Was there a lot of like mental preparation that you had to do? Um, what what was it like for you preparing for the role? Well, it, it was um, like I just prepare for all of my roles. You know, I um, I, you know, of course, read it and read it and read it and learn all of my lines and. Um, and and try to go into the backstory of of, of some of this character. I can't really say what the backstory is because it will give away the film. I, one thing I really liked about this film is that um, you really don't see the ending coming. I, I think it's the whole thing about it is I found very interesting. It was something that I would never have thought of myself. Because usually, you, I mean, sometimes you'll you'll be watching films. You go, "Oh, I know how this is going to end." Or not surprised, but uh, this one, I think you really are, are surprised how this ends. Absolutely, yeah, I will um, definitely concur with you there. I mean, it's definitely a surprise that you're just not expecting at all. Um, it's really, really neat, and I've 
So a, a little piece of trivia that I found about you is um, that you were once a flight attendant? No, I, I actually still am for United Airlines. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> what made you decide to uh, continue to be a flight attendant in addition to being an actress? Because that's well, a lot of hats to wear. Well, it, it's, kind of, it's kind of interesting because, um, you know, I've watched a lot of people come and go in this business. I've watched a lot of people uh, believe their own press. And, you know, one day when you're, um, you know, on the set and another day I'm on the phone talking to you and then on another day I'm up at 35,000 feet serving coffee, uh, you, you know, you can't forget who you are that way. And uh, also it's like doing one giant kind of personal appearance all the time because I uh, – always meet a lot of people on the plane. A lot of them um, know that I do this, and then quite a few don't, and they're always shocked. Or they say, gee, did anyone ever tell you that you look like this person on Young and the Restless? Or, um, you know, or do I know you? Or, <laughs> and I've just had just interesting things happen. So I, there was one um, couple uh, came up and and getting on the plane, and the, the husband said, I'll, he pulled me aside, he said, I'll pay you 50 She said to me, are you, oh, my God, you're you're Kate Linder, you're Esther. And he said, I'll pay you $50 if you say it's not you. And I said, well, what? And he said, yeah, I bet her $100 that there would be no way that it would be you on here. And I said, well, great, you're only paying me 50 so I'm telling. <laughs> so I just have to like that happen. And, uh so through the years, there's been lots of great stories. Absolutely. Would you say that, um, I mean, you, you pretty much said this, but to reiterate, would you say that um, humility is a big part of, you know, being a great actor or actress? Well, I, I, I think you, um, I think that's always good that you, to remember where you started and where, uh, and what is, been your journey along the way, and uh, and I always and for me too, it's extremely important to give back, and I do lots and lots of of that. I'm celebrity spokesperson for the ALS Association. I do um, actually three teas in Canada where I bring up young and the restless people, and um, in fact, I have one coming up December second for March of Dimes in Toronto, and. Then in April, we have one in Calgary. And then in July, we, we do one in Vancouver, which is how it all started, really. And we've been doing that for, for 21 years for um, cancer, for the Canucks. And um, for me, it's just I, I feel so fortunate to be doing what I love to do. That And Young and the Restless has afforded me the opportunity to give back. So, so I, I'm very honored and privileged that I'm able to do that. Absolutely, absolutely. I want to jump ahead. I want to talk about your um, your star on the Walk of Fame. It was the story of how you, I guess, leading up to um, being told about you know your your star was pretty um, pretty amazing. Tell me, what was it like for you? Um, what were the feelings, I guess, thoughts and emotions that you had when you? learned that you would be getting your own um, star on the Walk of Fame? Well, I, 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 it was 
really interesting because I was actually on the plane that day, and um, I it was during the week. I don't usually fly during the week. I usually fly on the weekends, and um, but the, I had to trade some things around. And so this particular day, I was I was flying, and uh, it was really early in the morning, and I decided I wanted well, to check my messages because I didn't really tell anybody I, I was leaving. <laughs> and so I'm listening to my messages and. And there was one from Johnny Grant, who was the mayor, honorary mayor of Hollywood. He was an incredible man. And um, he, I'm listening to his message, and he said, oh, okay, you know, congratulations. And I'm thinking, what is he saying? And then I, and our show had just previously won the Emmy, so I thought, oh, he's calling to say, you know, congratulations on the Emmy. And I thought, that's really nice of him. And so I, as I'm listening, he said, yeah, Kate, I, I just want to tell you congratulations because you, Kate Linder, are receiving a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And even to this day when I say it, I just get chilled. I, I couldn't believe it. I was <laughs> in shock. And so I um, I actually started, like, crying. I was just so – it was so crazy. And – and so then the flight attendants were around because they were going to start boarding any minute. Another flight attendant came up to me and she goes, oh, my God, what's happening? And I said, I can't believe this. I'm getting a star. So so anyway, I she said, well, go ahead. I'll, I'll take care of everything here. Go and make your calls. And so, so I, you know, I called my family and I'm calling my publicist and my manager. And, and then the um, and the captain was said, what is going on around here? And so they told him. And anyway, after we took off, he announced it to the entire plane. So <laughs> that was a day that was really, really something. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. I love it. What do, you, <laughs> uh, what do you love most about the work that you do? Well, I I really um, enjoy bringing, you know, character to life and taking the words that are, you know, written by these incredible people, like, for instance, on our show, you know, they're just brilliant writers, and they, you know, they write things, you know, different dialogue, you know, every single day, and they've been doing it for, we're going on 46 years here, and over 36 for me, and uh, so I just love being able to do that. I, I, I love, you know, bringing other characters to life, such as, as this role in Dead Love, uh, and, and also... It was great because I'd never done anything in that genre before, and, and except also for the Charnel House. So now I have both of them in that same genre, and they're both out now. So that, that's, that's really great too. That that film was really fabulous as well to work on, and and Manny wrote both of those. Um, so it's I love it. Good. I love it. Yeah, both those films are amazing. Amazing, and it's. Um, like I said, it's such a, I mean, it's such a, it's so amazing seeing you, like, break out of your traditional roles that, that you've done, you know, on Young and the Restless, and to see you in both these films is really, really neat. I um, wanted to ask you, um, you know, was it was it ever a challenge having to, I guess, um, recreate the role of um, Esther Valentine so, so many times, like over and over and over again? 
No, because, um, you know, it's just like real life. I mean, you really don't know when you get up in the morning what's going to happen that day. You think you do. I mean, you might have a plan, like you knew you were going to talk to me today or, you know, you're going to do certain things, go certain places. But really, do you really know? I mean, some, something comes up that's totally unexpected or something happens that you didn't expect at all. And and so doing that, like with the character for Esther, is much like that. It's much like real life. I, you know, I, I never know till I get the script of what's really happening to her. And... uh so I, I just find that fascinating. Not only that, through all these 36 years, how she's changed and grown, and 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 much like we all do uh, in real life. So I, I find the whole process actually fascinating. Absolutely, you hit on something so so good there, so truthful. I mean, we don't know, you know, what the days hold, you know, and so I think if you approach your art that same way, you know, it, it's refreshing. Every day is a new day, you know, as Esther Valentine, which is, right. you know, which definitely helps. Um, what was it that got you into acting? What was the catalyst that, I guess, started you, that made you interested in acting? Well, this, you know, that's what I always wanted to do. If you ask little girls what they want to be when they grow up, you know, they'll say, a nurse, a teacher, even a flight attendant. I mean, you know, they'll say <laughs> other things. Uh, but when I was asked that uh, as a little girl, I just said, I want to be an actress. And so I mean, my parents were going, ay, ay, ay. And they were very supportive in the fact that they gave me the dance lessons and the piano lessons and, and all that kind of thing. They came to every single play I ever did. Um and they were always there for me. But back then, too, was very different, and they really had no idea how to, to, you know, make this happen for me. They also thought it was a very hard business, which it is, and I think they were hoping somehow I would grow out of it. I never did. <laughs> so <laughs> I was just the kind of thing that I, I just had to figure it out myself. And... um and even to this day, I, I feel, you know, everything's always changing and evolving and moving. And, and sometimes I feel like I take one step forward and five steps back, but you just, you know, keep going and keep doing that and and, um, and going for it. And so, and so that, that, that's the thing. I mean, I always knew that's what I wanted to be. Man, that's powerful. Um What's the biggest takeaway that you want people to get from the the work that you do? I mean, because you you I mean you've had such, such amazing films that you've been in, and you know people know you from you know The Young of Restless. Uh, when people look at your work, uh, the work that you've done, your body of work, what's the biggest takeaway that you want them to get from it? Well, for me, I like doing um, roles like. Like Esther, you know, is basically she's kind of the comic relief of Young and the Restless, but she can also I, I I just love playing her because she, you know, can make people laugh or smile and even if I can make someone feel good even for one minute, you know. Um I I'm really 
happy to do that or to make people think or, or even like this role, Katarina and Dead Love. I mean, it, of course, it's very different uh, from what I've done. Um, but then again, I like roles that make people that think. And so afterwards, you know, it's great when you're when people are discussing a film or a project or something that you've done. I just finished doing a play called Desperately Seeking Love in Los Angeles, and that was an incredible experience as as, as well. And and for me, I, I just call it all working the program. Like, I still go to class. I still, my acting class, on voice lessons, dance lessons. Um, and I think if you want something bad enough, you just don't give up, no matter what anyone says to you. Just work really hard, and you just don't give up. And and I don't think you should can push for the end result. I think you just have to do the best you can, and then things come to you. Because sometimes when you push for that end result or what you think the end result might be, you can maybe just push too hard. If you know what I mean. Just Absolutely. Push Absolutely. It all away. So yeah. I just I keep on going. It's afforded me the opportunity to give back. I'm I'm. I'm honored to be able to do that, to be celebrity spokesperson for the ALS Association and to do, uh, you know, raising money and doing my teas in Canada that I do. and um, I do three of those a year. And, and so at one coming up December 2nd in Toronto and for March of Times, and it just, it makes me really happy that, that I'm able to help and do that. I remember I, I had actually, I got this was years ago, I received a letter from this woman and she said her sister was really ill, but with her birthday, could I send her a card? And by the time I got the letter, I thought, oh my gosh, I'm never going to make it there. So I looked her up in information and I I called her and um, I didn't think she'd know who Kate Linder was, but I said hi to Esther, you know, from the Russells and want to say happy birthday and I know we (laughs) talked we talked for quite a while and afterwards her sister was in touch with me and you know they couldn't believe it she got better what you know the doctors couldn't believe it unfortunately she did eventually pass away but I was in contact with the family and saw the kids as they grew up and everything for years and years and years and and it just made me that if I can make, like I said, someone feel good even for one minute, I mean, how can I not do that? You know, so I I love the fact that Young and the Restless has has made it possible for me to be able to, to help and to give back and, and to do that. I love that. That's a, that's a really moving thing that you said because it's, you know, you said, you know, if you could – you know, make somebody happy, you know, like, why wouldn't you, you know what I mean? And I think that that's really just a testament of the type of person that you are. I mean, that's really shows your humility and, you know, you're just, you're a person that loves people and you love to help people and it shows in your work. I think that's, that's powerful. Well, thank you. I, I, um, you know, I'm just so grateful that I don't have to press the snooze alarm, you know, the morning that I'm excited <laughs> to get up and, and, and go to work and do what I love to do. So 
I'm, I'm very honored that, that I'm able to do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, what uh, upcoming projects or films can you tell us about that you're currently working on? Because I know that um, Dead Love, I believe, is out this Friday. Um, are there yeah, any... that's out, and the Charnel House is out. I know you can find that. That's also a really, really good film. And um, that's, I know. I think you can find that on all the platforms and on iTunes and so forth. And, and of course, Dead Love. And that, then there's a one that I finished recently. It's called The Book of Leia um, that Armand Asante played my cousin and Charlie Mathau was the director of that. And that, you know, so I'm really anxious. I don't know when that's coming out. I think they're still editing and working on that. I did that recently. But um, but I look forward to that coming out as well. I think that's going to be really good. I love that. Um, yeah, Armand Asante, he's, uh, he's a good one. Um, yeah, a lot he's of people. Great. Yeah, I had no idea that he was still acting. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he he likes to do, and like me, he'll take a role that's you know that that's different and and you know like like for me, I'll take even a smaller role if it's if it's something that you know that it's different and and that that I know I will enjoy doing. And I just like to work in in. All, all, you know, kinds of different things, and I just think it makes makes it better all the way around. You know, makes me a more well-rounded actress, and um, I love approaching these different roles. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, has there ever been a role that you have had to prepare for that that was just particularly arduous for you to, I guess, get into character for and to, you know, prepare for? Well, I, I, I know I've just been very fortunate that this play um, that I just did was really, was really wonderful play and um, and difficult at, at the same time. And I like doing plays once in a while because um, I think it's because, because with doing in fact a television show, show such as Young and the Restless, and it's so fast paced, and we. Um, like for an hour show, we do it in one day, and a primetime show will take a, you know, they'll they'll take a week to shoot it. You know, in a film, you maybe get a few minutes of film on there for a whole day. So, so it's very very fast, and so it's almost like cramming for a test. You know, like my short term memory is going to be, because you know you learn all of this, and then you sort of have to dump it for the next day. And, you know, like sometimes if they were to, like if I were to shoot a scene in the morning and then they decide to, which they normally don't do, but if they decided to do something, to do it again at the end of the day, I would definitely have to look at it again because I would maybe, you know, not remember it. And for a play to do that, and I, I was always carrying carrying the script around with me because um, I was so afraid, you know, because I wouldn't remember the line. And and there's no take two on that. You're right there, you know. And I love theater too because you know right then if the audience loves you or hates you. There's, there's no <laughs> doubt. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. I never thought of it that way, but yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh. Wow. Is it true that for theater you have to, I guess, act bigger? Like, um, I was told that television, it's like. Um, 
television to film, you, you know, the, the acting is a lot smaller because you've got, you know, you stand on your lines and, you know, it's just this confined area, whereas on stage it's, you, you're, you have to, I guess, be bigger, be bolder in order to convey what you're trying to act Well, you out. have to be, you have to be maybe sometimes louder, um, you know, because you have to reach the back of the house. Uh, but, but even so, I think the mistakes some people make, it still has to be based in reality or based in the realness of the character. And so even though you might say it's bolder or bigger, but it, it still has to be real. So I, I think that's, you know, you have to be believable. Yeah, you want to believe that, that character, whether they're on stage or on film or whatever they are, um, you need to believe it. And, yes, I mean, if if a stage actor will sometimes have, if they've always done stage, might have a problem bringing it, you might have to bring it down more because it needs to be contained. But the principles are still the same, I feel, as far as acting goes, because you you want people to believe what you're doing. You know how sometimes you'll go to, you'll see a play or you'll see anything and the person is crying their eyes out and you don't feel anything? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why don't you feel that? You know, I, I ask myself that. If I'm watching a film and I'm going, this person is not affecting me. Why is that? You know, is it because they're not, it's for them, it's not real for them or whatever the problem is I I know that when people come up to me afterwards and say well you know or someone said because this last play I did was very emotional and that people were um, you know people come up to me and say oh my god the audience everyone was crying in the audience and you know then I know that I did my job because it was believable and as real as it was for me it was real for them as well Absolutely, absolutely. You hit on something so so poignant there. I mean, you know, people have to be able to relate to you. Um, that's the whole thing. I think, you know, like with art imitating life and just people understanding the project, whether it's a film or a play or a television show, they have to connect with you in some, some shape or form. And so um, that question that you asked, that you posed, was very, very poignant. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, it's, it's an interesting dynamic, you know, um, acting is, I think. Absolutely. Are you a fan of the, I guess, the, the many changes that have happened just throughout the years in terms of how, you know, acting has evolved um, and and just even the process of, like, indie filmmaking and so on and so forth? Well, I think indie filmmaking is great. You know, these smaller things that maybe I would never even have had an opportunity to play if if this, you know, if these smaller independent films hadn't come about. So I definitely am a fan of those. I'm not such a big fan of the whole, you know, all this different streaming platforms. And um, I don't know how you can see something on your phone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. I don't know how you're really going to be able to see that. 
and, and how it's in, intended to be seen and viewed. For me, that's that's a hard one. Of course, I have to. You ha you know you have to the whole technology and everything. You have to move on. The times you have to move with it, or if you don't, you get left behind. So, even though I might not like certain things, and a lot of the social media, I participate in it because that's what's happening now, and and I and I intend not to be <laughs> left behind. You know what I mean? I I want to move forward along with it. So there are some things that that I'm not a huge fan of, but um, but that's the way it is now, and and you have to uh, keep going. Absolutely, you're so right. Yeah, things have really really changed, and um, you know it's yeah, like you you know not always a fan of some of the things, but you know it's just the way that that it is now, and you kind of have to roll with the punches. Um, See, for me, um, I think, think what, you know, the old saying, what comes around goes around, what goes around comes around, whatever that yeah. is. <laughs> um, you know, it's like you might not like the way something is being done or handled, but my whole point and my whole thing is to make sure no matter what that I'm still there. Because when it comes around again, then I'll still be there to to be able to take advantage of it. But if I'm gone, when it comes around, I won't be there. Then it's not going to happen. <laughs> very true, very true. That is a good point, good observation. <laughs> so, so I will do, you know, and I'm as you can, I'm a very loyal person, as, and sometimes, as you can tell, I mean, I stay places forever. I mean, here I am, thirty six over thirty six years on the end and the rest was for for a role that was only supposed to be there one day. That's all I was hired for. So, um, you know, I, I tend to stay because <laughs> I I I'm not a great one for change. I don't like change, and yet that's all what it's all about right now. Has changed, so it's it's hard for me, but I make myself do it. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. I understand. And well, Kate, I um, I, I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to do this interview with me. And I'm I'm all out of questions, but I wanted to just um, open the floor to you if there's anything you'd like to say to our listening audience. Well, just um. You know, if you go to my website, uh, com, you're able to access um, my Facebook, my Twitter, Instagram. It's all, it's all right there and um, easy just to click on it. And so uh, so that's, that's a good thing to say. And then I have these where I bring up Young and the Rest of People, and I have one coming up December 2nd in uh, Toronto and uh, for March of Dimes. And... Um, and of course, I, I, I do. I, as I said, I do participate in all the, the social media, and so I love to hear what people have to say. And, and I hope they'll be able to see these films and uh, Dead Love and the Channel House and, and, uh, and Book of Leia. Hopefully, will be out some point um, soon. So that's 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 another one. And maybe when that comes around, we'll be able to talk about that too. Since it's a good one. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much, Kate. Well, thank you. I really enjoyed speaking with you. 
Likewise, I, I thoroughly enjoy speaking with you. <laughs> okay, thanks. Thank you. Guys, that was our exclusive interview with actress Kate Winder. Uh, we're going to put the link to her website in the body of this post. Uh, if you guys are listening to us on SoundCloud, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. Uh, we're also available um, on your mobile devices. If you've got an, um, an Android uh, phone, you can listen to us by going to the Google Play Store. Uh, search Google Play. Search for our show name. You'll hear the figure with Kate. We're also available for iPhone users. If you've got an iPhone uh, or an iPad or Mac product of any kind, you can uh, listen to us by going to the uh, iTunes store, um, search uh, under apps, search for um, the Citrus Smart Radio app, search for our show name, and you'll hear this interview. Lastly, we're also available on YouTube. If you uh, go to YouTube, just search for our name, and you can find us there. And last but not least, we're on Roku. Uh, you can uh, watch this interview in the privacy of your own home. We've got over 200-plus hours of original content, programming, and interviews, all free of charge from the Roku Channel Store. Just uh, search for our name. Once you search for our name, you can download the app. It begins streaming, all free of charge. Uh, stick with us. We've got some news from the Associated Press coming up. The Punisher, a firearm-wielding vigilante, was pulled from New York Comic Con by Marvel and Netflix, something Steve Harsh, who's been attending for years, understands. I do kind of agree with that, out of respect for the victims and for the situation. But another attendee, Leo Lawrence, says the Punisher didn't cause the Vegas shooting. That's only punishing the, the fans. And it's only letting the idiot that did it win. Punisher or not, security here is tight with the NYPD's heavily armed anti-terrorism unit standing guard. At the Jacob Javits Convention Center in Manhattan, I'm Julie Walker.